Good morning, everybody. It's Jeff Gilman of Solid Canine Training with the What Would Jeff Do show, which is not. This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I was just thinking about last night's fantastic show. We do a uh, the What Would Jeff Do show is a Wednesday and Friday show with a wonderful Joelle where we answer your dog training questions. This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, which we're doing five days a week. Every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, once you're hooked on it, just to let everybody know, after one month, the end of this month, most likely, the Tuesdays and Thursday shows will be pushed over to Patreon. And the only way you'll be able to hear the Tuesday and Thursday show, which is on Patreon, which, by the way, it's only 10 bucks a month. Patreon channel, you save... You save 20% off all your consults, 20% off of all your, your, your courses. You also get Zoom Room Tuesdays, which is face-to-face Q&As. Um, and also, right now, we're going through a Black Friday sale. I'm going to put the, the code up um, to the Patreon channel. Also, if you want to know more about Black Friday, we got bundles. Um I'll, I'll show you the bundles that we've got right now. If you go to our website um, and at the academy, academy.solidcanontraining.com, there's a couple of things you should be doing. I would really like it if you would do it, actually. You can subscribe to the channel, and you don't have to actually buy anything, but it does put you on our mailing list so we can notify you of brand-new courses, brand-new additions that we put on to different bundled, different courses, like, for instance, the Green to Graduate course, which is our number one course, which teaches your dog to go from totally untrained to fully off-leash trained, what you can do is um, we, we just add different programs to it constantly. But here's some great bundles where you can save a lot of money. Also, you can also pair your Green to Graduate discount, I'm sorry, your Patreon discount on to this. All right? So there's a lot of great stuff, a lot of great stuff. But look at all these bundles here. You're saving lots of money, saving lots of money. All right. So let's get back to the actual show today's show we are going to do on um leash reactivity leash reactivity it's a big problem um i talk a lot about um the show and then i will answer questions about the topic of the show but the wake the fuck up with jeff show is a usually a single topic show and then what i'll do is i'll ask questions about the topic of the show general questions are on um, Wednesday and Friday, when we move the Tuesday and Thursday show over to Patreon, I will be answering all questions. So another great benefit of joining the Patreon show, the Patreon channel, which will give you four podcasts a week, desk your dog training questions, all for free. So leash reactivity is huge. If you're not familiar with what leash reactivity is, we see it all the time. We're extremely good in eliminating it. It does not take weeks or months or even years, as we've heard. You can actually eliminate leash reactivity in one training session. We have done it many times. 20 years in this industry, 10,000 dogs, I've probably eliminated leash reactivity in one to two sessions mm, more than 50% of the time. That's thousands of dogs because we specialize in really badly behaved dogs. The biggest thing with leash reactivity is this. What a lot of folks are doing which are not working, and maybe it does work with some dogs, is they're redirecting. So if you don't know what leash reactivity is, you're walking down the street, your dog is nice and calm, it locks on to another dog or another person, and it loads. Everyone needs to recognize the loading stage, and then it explodes. So load, then explode. Load, then explode. 
what a lot of folks are doing is they're waiting until the dog explodes and then they're applying the punisher or then that's when they're trying to distract the dog. Number one, stop distracting and redirecting your dog. You are using a reward-based positive reinforcement protocol to stop an unwanted behavior and a reward-based positive reinforcement protocol is and will get you more of that behavior. That's how we train obedience with a reward-based program. So if my dog was about to or exploding and I took kibble and threw it on the ground and my dog was distracted to eat the kibble, it did stop the leash reactivity, but here's the formula. Leash reactive, thinking about being leash reactive, food shows up. A lot of people are like taking the leash reactivity and have the dog play tug. So every time you're about to explode on another dog, I'm going to have you play tug, which dogs love. I'm going to give you a bone to distract you. I'm going to give you the look command and then click and reward you. Why the fuck would you do that? Why would you encourage your dog to be leash reactive? Just think about it logically. Forget what about like all this stuff that the experts have told you. I want you to think about it logically. So, you need to learn how to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. You're not going to mess up your dog. You will not make your dog worse. The word punisher is not abuse. Abuse is abuse. Just in the news the other day, man walked over to his girlfriend's house. She wasn't there. He hunted down the dog's, the, the girl's dog stabbed it 20 times unprovoked. He wasn't being attacked. He hunted down the dog and stabbed it 20 times. The dog died. That's abuse. That is abuse. Some guy was caught dragging his dog behind the back of his pickup truck. He knew it was there. That's abuse. Starving your dog. That's abuse. Correcting your dog for an unwanted behavior to instill an inhibitor is not an abusive situation. Using a bonker on a dog is not abuse. A remote collar on a dog is not abuse. A leash pop is not abuse. It's been hijacked. And I'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody on this. Now, healing, a better heal, does not prevent leash reactivity. How do we know that? Many dogs know almost competition-based heels. They're still leash reactive. Many dogs don't even know how to heal, and they're not leash reactive. But when we walk dogs out in public, we walk them in a proper heel, which is a little bit behind us, nice and relaxed, almost looking bored, and just following us. They are in follow mode. They are not search and destroy mode, which a lot of dogs are. They're out in front, chomping at the bit, waiting to explode. If you have a leash reactive dog, this is what we do. I will tell you exactly what we do. And what I will do then is um, tell you that it works just about every time. If you have a leash reactive dog, what you want to do is this. Um, Caroline, if I'm freezing up, we're in the middle of a hurricane. Um, so that could be it. But I've got full power, full bars, everything here. So um, sorry about that. Leash reactive dog. Number one, 
What's it look like inside your house? Are you letting your dog bark out the window? Are you letting your dog rush the door? Are you letting your dog be casual with commands inside the house? Are you not being demanding of your dog? Are you letting your dog run around high energy inside the house? And then when you go outside, you want your dog to be perfect. Now, hold the line inside the house. You bark at the front window with something going by, boom, correction, punisher. Remote collar is the best thing. Race towards the door, I'm going to make that suck. Not holding commands that you already know, I'm going to demand that you hold commands. Where's the rules? Where's the boundaries? Where's the stopping of the pushiness inside the house? Start there. Go for your walk. Dog gets all excited. I want my dogs to be excited to walk. But if you're so damn excited, you're already raised up with arousal. And now I'm going to take you outside. We correct that. Oh, but the dog, I wanted to enjoy the walk. I'm like, frankly, I want to enjoy the walk. Don't worry. Your dog will like the walk. But your dog loves being leash reactive as well. And stop with the fear bullshit. A lot of people will be like, oh, it's fearful. I don't care. First of all, how do we know? That's just a cap-out bullshit excuse for not having control of the dog. And trainers will tell you this. Oh, it's a fearful dog. It was so fearful, why doesn't it hide behind you? It doesn't. It lunges. So, get to the front door. If the dog is over-aroused, boom, apply a punisher. Walk out the front door. Dog's already searching, boom, apply a punisher. Walk up and down your driveway. Get your dog in a good state of mind. Start walking the streets a little bit at a time. Getting your dog in a good state of mind, good positioning. Make sure you understand how to use the remote, how to use proper leash handling, how to correct arousal. Arousal is the precursor to leash reactivity. If you're a leash reactive dog, why would I even let you think about being aroused? Start showing a display of the dog being aroused. Why wouldn't I just shut it down and shut it down right now? The bonker is a great tool to stop leash reactivity. The problem is most people can't use a bonker out in public, but you can use it at the front door. You can use it inside the house. You can use it right at the beginning of the of the walk, right outside your house. It's called the pre-walk punisher. You'll do fantastic. And then you always proceed it with the word no, and you're trying to instill the word no into the dog. Then go for your walk. Dog starts getting aroused, remote collar. How high? High enough for the dog to go, I don't want to look at that other dog anymore. I think I'll look at you. And we don't tell the dogs to look at us. They just organically do it. If you're approaching a dog, don't feel bad about creating space if you need to create space. Don't turn around. If there's enough room for two people to pass, stay in movement. If there's not, yes, you can pull off to the side and then have the dog turn around so it's looking at you. Don't let the dog stare. The goal is for your dog to ignore other dogs. Stop fixating on other dogs. They're most likely thinking of naughty things. 
Once the dog explodes, it's too late. Keep walking by. You miss the opportunity. You miss the opportunity. Someone's in rehab. Stay out of the bar. Don't call the dealer. We see these protocols work over and over and over and over again successfully, not just for us, but that information then is passed on to the owner. The owner is trained, and we see the owner able to do it. If you're not being successful, it's usually a timing issue, or you're probably slacking in another part of the dog's daily life. This is not shaming or blaming. This is helpful information. We eliminate leash reactivity, not manage it. We eliminate leash reactivity. Now, not to say that some dogs don't need to be managed, but elimination is fantastic. And that's the goal. The goal is your dog just stops doing it. Why? Because the consequence for leash reactivity is not fun. Then the dog's like, they go into... How do I avoid the consequence? Well, I don't be leash reactive. Bingo. And then a lot of people are like, well, what's the reward? The reward is the lack of the of the, of the punisher. Hey, Ange, can you stop your, start your homework, buddy? Can you start some homework? Okay. Thank you. Start journaling, please. So you're going to hear the total opposite. You're going to hear that a lot of what I said is wrong. And most of that is just ego-based bullshit from trainers or all these people that love to write stuff but never pick up a leash. We see that a lot. Everybody's got fucking advice from their chair, but I'm not seeing people put out the videos of the before, during, or after. Show your work. Show what you're doing. At a minimal, talk about it. Because some stuff you can't show on social media. Like you can't show corrections on social media. It'll be deplatformed. But on our, we have a leash reactivity course. We have a leash reactivity course at our, on our academy. There's two of them. There's a one for 197, one for the 247. Get the 197 or get, get them in one of our bundles. Get them in one of our bundles. But this is bundle time. And don't forget, if you're a Patreon member, you get an additional 20% off. I'm saying this because I want to help more as many people as possible. We're coming up in 2023 with a, um, actually before the end of the year, we have our uh, baby proofing video coming out. We have um, lined up uh, green to graduate two, which is troubleshooting difficult dogs. We've got separation anxiety. A lot of courses we've got scheduled for 2023. All right. That's my thing for today. Let's answer questions that are pertaining to this show. Pauline says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Pauline. How are you? Caroline, proper way to break up a dog fight, please. Caroline, you shouldn't be having dog fights. Jump into our Wednesday and Friday show and ask, all right? Um, 
Josh Kins, good morning. Caroline, Caroline says, got it. Thank you. Monica, good, good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon to you. You're probably over in the UK. Um, I keep freezing up. I don't know what's happening with that. Um, sweet Caroline. Hey, how are you? I haven't seen you for a while. Um, uh, leisure activity training. I'm here for it. Greetings and thank you, Jeff. Yeah, leisure activity is a huge issue. In fact, I'm putting up a post today on our social media about leisure activity as well, ironically. But these protocols work. But you're going to hear from so many people, so many people that applying a correction, applying a punisher makes leash reactivity worse. Why have we not seen that in 20 years? Why have we not seen that in 20 years, 10,000 dogs, 300 seminars around the world? This is not an ego thing like, look at me. This is just factual information. When you're in the trenches doing the work, working with these dogs, and some of these dogs are intensely leash reactive. Why are we not seeing any negative fallout, any quote unquote potential time bombs, like everybody tries to scare you? Why are we only seeing success? Bama for boys, good morning. Probably can guess how many kids you already have. Um, Seuss is not a suggestion, a question, just a suggestion. He said the other day that Joel um, is watching Yellowstone. If you haven't seen his prequel, 1883, you should. Sue, I will make that suggestion. All I know is this. When I met Joel, she never turned a TV on. I'm not a TV person, and this TV has been going. I think she went through three hours of Yellowstone last night. That was after our inner circle. 11 o'clock at night, she was hooked. Allison, good morning, Jeff. Good morning to you. Um, Jordan, hello. We have used Green to Graduate to train our dogs and love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, well, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Um, it's, the Green to Graduate is, we took an untrained dog that didn't even know its name. Its name is Tucker, by the way. And in 11 days, that dog was an off-leash, under-voice-control dog that we were taking in the woods with lots of distraction. We were running it through all of its commands, and it was running with our dogs, um, and it would recall around our dogs, which are high levels of distraction because they're out in the field playing. Um, there's 180 acres that we live on up in Rhode Island, which is we did the filming. And... Um, this dog did fantastic. Um, Sid says, good morning, Jeff. Addicted fan. Oh, Sid, that's so nice. Thank you. And thanks for the advice on uh, Joel getting horseback riding questions. Uh, will the baby proofing video be put on green to graduate? Or is, no, it's a separate course. That's a separate course. So that's a totally separate course. But it's up for sale now. It's on pre-sale. I think it's $97, but you can get it on sale as well as you can get a double sale on it for... Um, um, Patreon members. Joining Patreon is like the best deal in the world. For $10 a month, you save you save $100 a year. Hundreds, if not more. Um, but that's a separate course. It's. I think there's just one more video I've got to make on that, a talking head video. But um, that's a good course. Mama for boys, LOL. Alice, any suggestions on clients who are opposed to using a prong collar for training? I mean, number one, you could just not have the, I mean, you don't have to use a prong collar, but, you know, we, we train dogs with slip leads and 
and, and remote cowers, we show prong cower work because we want the owner to be able to have the most leverage. But this is the thing. We wouldn't work with a client that was opposed to any tool we used. We're the dog trainers. We're the experts. The only reason why the client is opposed to it is because they think it hurts the dog. That's the honest truth, right? Or else why would they not want to use it? The bottom line is after 20 years and 10,000 dogs, I personally have never seen a dog hurt on it. And I've had to use it pretty harshly on dogs. Now, has a dog been hurt on a prong collar? I'm sure there has, but no more than a flat buckle collar that's been embedded, no more than a harness that messes up the dog's, you know, muscular and their skeletal frame. No more than a slip lead with a dog pulling on it, choking, getting esophagus, you know, trauma. Prong collar is probably the safest collar out there. They look barbaric, but they're not sharp, pointy things that are digging into the dog's skin. It's not what a prong collar is. So they're spending too much time on social media reading the negative stuff, and they're not seeing the great results that a prong collar can do. And I know they've been banned in certain countries. You know what else has been banned? Homosexuality, women driving, women going to school, women voting. There's been a, there's a lot of stuff that's banned. Crate doors are banned in Sweden. Can't have a door on your on your crate. That's because there's a powerful force of folks that think everything is abuse but rainbows, sunshines, and treats. And you can't say no to your dog. You can't have boundaries with your dog. You can't correct your dog. Everything's supposed to be done through a reward-based program or withholding the reward. I'd love to see that with aggression rehab. Um so, Allison, you've got the option of not working with a client and tell them to find a trainer who trains that aligns with their methodology. But we work for we we work with people whose dogs are and owners, I mean, I'm sorry, that are aligned with our philosophy. You don't have to take every client on. We're not trying to save the world. We're trying to make people's lives better. And if they don't allow us to make their lives better, they're going to have to move on. Caroline, my friend was walking her dog. Another dog attacked them. She tried breaking up the fight and ended up in the hospital. My dog has walked on prong and he counted no issues. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, breaking up um, in a situation like that, that's really, really rough. That's why we kick dogs that come at us. Oh, my gosh, you kick dogs. I'm like, yeah, it's better than ending up in the hospital. Mark, good morning, Jeff. How's the weather in your area? We're getting some rain, wind gusts, and moderate rain in the Tarpon Springs. Heard this is the first November hurricane in Florida since 1935. Wow. Um, we've got winds and rain right now. Windy and rain. That's what we've got right now. It started probably at 4 or so in the morning, maybe a little bit earlier, because um, that's when I was up. I slept in a little bit today. And... Um, it's not bad. I think I've got a. It's bad enough that I've got to stack the the patio furniture up. I didn't do that last night. Totally forgot we're supposed to get a storm today. I usually don't pay attention to the weather, believe it or not. But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Allison, we ended up telling the client to find a different trainer as we could not convince them that the prong collar wasn't a terrible option. Which is curious. Curious if there's a better option of working with them. I mean, you know, we don't try to convince either. 
I'm not trying to convince. We've got so many videos out there before, during, and after that it's like, this is the way your dog was. This is the way your dog is. This is how we trained your dog. And remember, these are just tools. A lot of people are focused on the tools. I can't tell you how many dogs pull through a prong collar. I can't tell you how many untrained dogs that are out there that are using a remote collar. Because if the person does not have to train the dog, the tool does not matter. You can have the nicest car in the world, but not know how to drive it. You can have the crappiest car in the world and be a great driver. The car is not what's getting you from point A to point B. It's your skill set. Now, most people have a decent skill set. They can get to point A to point B. But if you don't have good driving skills, you better not drive on challenging roads or winters in Ohio or Montana. If you can't learn how to work through a skid in the snow, which is what we grew up in in Cleveland, everybody did. Everybody did. I remember my driver's test was in the snow. Kim, my dog uh, has wobblers and I use the prong. I don't even have to use the pressure because he responds to the cow that I use around his upper chest. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is, but also, even if you had to use the prong, it's like, oh, this is, this is the thing, Kim. This is not against you at all. But a lot of people are justifying that they don't have to use the tools. I understand why. I understand why. But even if you had to, you say it loud, you say it proud. I mean, frankly, I don't need any equipment on my dogs. I mean, yesterday, a, 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 a story went up, and I was running techs off-leash next to a bicycle. He's wearing no leash, no collar. Big fucking deal. I'm a dog trainer. But the point is, like... When you have a trained dog, the tools are not what works. It's the training that works. The tools are there for the just in case. You know, what happens if? But that's why we train, we train, we train, we train. We want those dogs underneath voice control. Allison, yes, clients are scared of hurting their dogs with prongs. One of mine marvels how well his dog walks with me. Football prong collars scare him. Meanwhile, his dog acts like a fool with him on the leash. That's the thing. It's like, what part of rational thinking are we forgetting about? So the, the owner likes the results, but doesn't like the process. We're 50 pounds overweight. Our neighbor was 50 pounds overweight. They love how our neighbor looks now. They're amazed by it. And they're like, geez, I wish I could lose 50 pounds. And the neighbor says, well, <coughs> excuse me, this is how I did it. I went to the gym three or four days a week. I did cardio for 20 to 30 minutes a day. I did body, body weight training, so you don't even need to go to a gym if you don't want to. And I made sure my caloric intake was less than it normally is. And you start dropping five to eight pounds a month. And next thing you know, six months later, that's a 30 to 50 pound weight loss and you're in better shape. It's not rocket science, but that takes discipline. It takes discipline to do. Oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do cardio. I don't want to stop eating all this crap. Okay, 
That's your choice. But you're still stuck at 300 pounds, 200 pounds, and you're five foot five. I'm not body shaming, guys. I'm talking about extending your health to the longest, just like with our dogs. Good training saves their lives. Good training makes your life better with your dogs. Bring your dogs more places. Have more people over your house. You know, overnight, so many, so many, so many. Oh, this one woman, I've got to get back to her. I know that was a comment on YouTube. She's a, for her, her, her Pomeranian has been barking in the crate for six years and she's given up. She's tried everything. One hour we can stop that, tops. One hour, tops. Six years, one hour. And then you need all the people who are like, what are you going to do, bonk it? I'm like, most likely. Shake the crate. Slap the top of the crate. Use a water bottle. Use a remote collar. Do a leash pop. But also, we're going to train the dog. But to stop the crate nonsense, of course we're going to apply a punisher. That's how you stop stuff. Why is that a surprise? And why is that a negative? Stopping unwanted behaviors, dangerous behaviors by any means possible, it's not pretty. The inner circle started last night. The inner circle is a five-person. We only allow five people in. It's an hour and a half. We almost went to two hours last night. People are, um, where the inner circle is, available for January. You can sign up, take your training farther, but also we help try you troubleshoot your existing training. People send us videos. We all watch the videos together. We upload videos of people that sent us in. We make videos for them. We just sent out a bunch of videos last night for people to watch. Joelle and I will be making some custom videos for the people. But this one, one of our clients has in the inner circle has two fighting dogs in the house. Now, you have two fighting dogs in the house, most bets are off. You do whatever it takes to stop them from fighting, no matter how invasive it is. Or else you'll be crating and rotating, walking on eggshells, having dog fights, going to the vet, you go into the ER, and you'll end up rehoming a dog, possibly putting it down. To stop leash reactivity, it's not always pretty but it's got to get done because I don't want to wait six months to a year to two years because that's what they tell you. Oh, your dog will probably be doing better in two years. We've heard this so many times. Two years? How about maximum two weeks, but usually two days? All right. Kim says, agree, just knowing how the prong gives me peace of mind. Exactly. Peace of mind is fantastic. Allison, exactly the messy middle has already been done by myself. He just needs to put the prong on his dog and do the same minor corrections to fix the association. Just needs him to just set up a one-on-one with me. I know. But this is the thing, Allison. Who cares more? Who cares more? You or the owner? If you care more, walk away. That sounds so anti-client, doesn't it? But it's not anti-client. It's pro-client. 
if you want it done more than your owner wants it done, it's time to walk away. Our job is not to save every dog. Our job is to work with owners who want to save their dogs, who want a better lifestyle with their dogs, who are open to our information. You'll learn. We've had to fire clients. We turn down clients because we don't think they're going to win and we want owners to win, not because we want good reviews, because we actually want to help them and you're spending a lot of money. We want you to win. All right, everybody. Allison says, I need to stop stressing myself out about it. Yes, you do. You need to learn how to walk away. I've been doing this a long time. You'll learn. You'll learn. All right, everybody. This was the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, episode number 32 on Leash Reactivity. Thank you all. Don't forget about um, it's the green to graduate. Angelo, come back towards us. Working the dog. Tucker, here. That's my boy. Here, there we go. That's my boy. That was the green to graduate. The most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the So unfortunately just by doing that my uh my show will be banned in Russia because of that song. What's that sweetheart? I, I said I don't think anyone's been watching this in Russia. Yeah, they are. Well, no, they're not because the show's banned because of that. Well, they but we do have a Russian audience. Well, yeah, that's not. Do you I want to say goodbye to people? Yes, that's why I came over here. Bye. And I'm not saying we don't have a Russian audience. I mean, Russia isn't watching this. I mean, the people in Russia aren't watching this. They can watch it live. They just probably can't watch the replay. Oh, okay. So why don't you do your podcast? We're going to talk to Tony about coming up with a thumbnail. <gasps> okay, but you better plan on that, all right? Let's go back to your homework, please. All right, everybody, madly in love with you. Um, Paw Buddies, that can help you. We do a Wednesday and a Friday Q&A about general questions, not about this is the leash reactivity. On my morning show, I pick one thing. You can also book a one-on-one consult with me, all right? We can also do that. All right. What I would do is I would also just go to the vet just to make sure you don't have a UTI. Start out with that. Let's rule out medical first. Okie doke. All right, guys. Madly in love with you. Take care. Everybody have a fantastic, fantastic day. And let's end it with...